This show may contain strong language and sexual content. If you're a minor looking for information or help without all the grown-up stuff, visit our website at mygayagendapodcast.com for resources. This episode contains discussion of ignorant questions addressed to queer people, bigotry and customer service, and... (laughs) Sorry. And heterophobia and cis... cis folk... no... Sorry, I cannot keep a straight face, you guys. I'm sorry, this is just not... It also contains discussions about the LGBTQIA community, but you probably figured that out already. It's right in the title. Monday, we're super gay. Tuesday is also gay. Wednesday is still pretty gay. And Thursday, I have a night class. Friday, we continue to be gay. Saturday is the gayest day. Sunday, yeah, it's... Hello and welcome to My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast where we interview the queer community and plan our world domination. My name is Jen. My name is Christina, and we are your co-conspirators in plotting whatever the heck cisgender straight people think we're doing. Christina, can you talk about what's on the by schedule for today? Yes, I can. As this episode is being released on April Fool's, we have here with us a cisgender heterosexual. Her name is Asia, and I know that, like, the number one feedback that we've gotten on this podcast is, like, when are we going to hear the cisgender straight voice represented, like, on this podcast, in media? When are we going to see the cis straight story in the streets? As we all know, the A in LGBTQIA is for allies, so we thought we should give them their fair shake. So, today, the LGBTQIA stands for Asia. (laughs) How's it going, Asia? I'm great. Cool. Doing really well. So, I just want to preface this, like, we will be, like, a bit facetious because it is April Fool's Day and stuff like that. Um, but, like, I also want our listeners to understand that, like, Jen and I have made goofs about being, uh, heterophobic and cisphobic and things like that. Uh, but we will, in this, uh, particular interview in... Sorry, talking about the cis-straight struggle. Uh, (laughs) On that note, we will try to be as respectful as possible (laughs) of the challenges you face as a cisgender heterosexual person. Um, so I just kind of want to, like, jump right in. Uh, tell me about you, Asia. About me? Yeah, about you. Just in general. Just a lady. Just living life. Mm-hmm. I'm a librarian. I work with teenagers. I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Um, I love cats and, um, sleeping. I, I don't have a lot of interesting things to say. So it sounds like we already have a few things in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when did you decide to be straight? Uh, well, I can tell you about some of my formative influences as yeah. when I was a child. Um, so all of culture, of course. Right. Um, Literally everything. Just ev- everything I've ever seen in my lifetime. Um, but also, like, my, I'd say my three early crushes, all fictional characters, only two of them animated. Um, <laughs> That's a lot more than I did, so congrats. <laughs> none of them Simba, you will be happy to know. I mean, I, I respectfully no disagree, judgment. but... <laughs> 
I want to say no judgment, but also, like, thank God. <laughs> Once, when I worked in retail, we were bored one night, and we were, like, polling people on who the hottest Disney prince was, and I was like, don't say Simba, don't say Simba, because I was like, I... Um, it's for- Kovu from Lion King 2, Simba's Pride, but go on. Fair counterpoint. So, um, my three early fictional character crushes were... Um, Arnold from the Magic School Bus. I thought you were going to say Arnold like, hey, Arnold. <laughs> no. I Would didn't have... Be better I'm sorry. Or... <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Hold the phone. Arnold was the one who was kind of the, the wet towel, right? Y- yes. Great. Just wanted to establish. Continue. <laughs> yes. Um, I didn't have cable as a child, so I was it was all public television all the time. Sure. So limited options, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was, he was like number one for my life. Um, and then... There was T.J. Detweiler from Recess. Okay, the, the like, one with the red the baseball, baseball cap, oh, the more the, the more character. stocky boys. Yes, yes. Yeah. right. Um, He's got those freckles, you know. Oh, the freckles. He was like the troublemaker. He was like the bad boy of fourth grade. Okay, um, and then also I'm a child of the '90s, so Jonathan Taylor Thomas. On Home Improvement, not as the voice of young Simba. <laughs> to reiterate. <laughs> wow. Okay, so it's sounding more and more like you were just very into Simba from Lion King, which, like... Are okay. you sure you didn't, like, stop watching Home Improvement for the day, put on that good old Lion King VHS, and then when young Simba spoke, you weren't, like, so familiar? <sighs> no, that, that, was my, that was my Ring of Keys moment, was... <laughs> so, like, it sounds like it's kind of, like, started from childhood, this... Straight for sure, like early on. What did your parents think? Mm. They were fine with it. Um, you know, luckily, you know, very supportive family. I was an only child. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I don't know what the science right. is on that. Mm-hmm. I say was. I still am an only child. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like gain a sibling recently. Right now. Yeah, like oh, <laughs> there yeah. he is. Can I ask how you decided to tell them? I didn't. They just... They just knew? They just knew. They just knew that they could probably trust what is considered the standard default of human beings. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, that's so beautiful. Being, being, being straight is not something I 100% comprehend. Sure. And being cis is something I comprehend a little less every day. What's, what's it like now? Meaning what? Like, what do you... Do. What do I do? Yeah. Like, um, what's its impact on your whole life? I mean, you know, I, I can always see media that I'm represented in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, like, really nice. Right. Um, I guess if I'm, like, I really want to see myself in a film. You can just, I just like, choose a go. film at random. Yeah, just, like, mm-hmm. close my eyes and point and, like, I'm there. Yeah. For, like, the overwhelming most part. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's... that's really nice um that i i feel seen hashtag seen um it must have been pretty hard when um love simon came out recently because like i imagine you closed your eyes you pointed and you're like oh this one's not for me i don't (laughs) understand this (laughs) this is not directed to me yeah it was it it took a took a while of like deep breathing to yeah that must have been a real challenge it was um i'm still kind of getting over it um yeah i haven't seen it yet i don't know if i can like bring myself to sure um now like have you um are you familiar with like the notebook because from what i understand that's like the black panther for you yeah that's like it's very indicative of of every heterosexual relationship i believe there's a lot of like running at each other in the rain it's like 
Yeah. I think it's, like, required. Which, literally, if it's a rainy day, you can't even, like, go outside. There's yeah. just a bunch of heterosexuals people running at each other. Out. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Screaming about letters and birds. Yeah. Um, Don't even get me started on trying to ride a Ferris wheel. Oh, you cannot. No, yeah. You can't do it's it. It's packed. Every, su- at, every summer at the carnival, it is just raging heterosexuality. Just, yeah. Ryan um, Gosling's climbing all over the place. Yeah. yeah. So, um, are you sure, like... Like, I, I don't want to cast uh, disparages on your identity. Are you sure you haven't met the right girl yet? Is anyone sure of anything ever? Fair enough. Um, <laughs> but to this point, me being 25 years old, quarter of a century, disgusting, I'm very old mentally. Um, <laughs> I Like, I haven't... And there's never been an instance where I've been like, now hold on, just mm-hmm. a moment there. Not to say it shan't happen in the future, but um, as of right now, I'm going to say that it is not a phase. So. That's pretty bold of you. It is, I'll, truly. I guess I'll have to take you on your word for that. Um, um, I have I have a question, because yeah. you said you work with, with teens. Um, how, how do you explain... Um, your straightness to to the kids you work with. Yeah, that must be really tough. Like when they when they see you Being in a work straight, environment. Right. Like, how does their brain just not automatically go to like how you have sex? Um, it's it's a testament to their self control that they are able to not just just blurt out their curiosities. Um, mm-hmm. I, I try to keep personal life out of the workplace. I just sort of, sort of a don't ask, don't tell scenario. Oh, I see. Um, I just, see. you know, I don't know who you're dating, 14 year old. So, yeah, you know, it's, it can be mutual. Yeah. I don't need, I don't need to know you like that and you don't need to know me. So we'll just do our, do our library thing. Strictly speaking, I feel like I don't need to know most 14-year-olds. That's true. Very true. Very true. Any 14-year-olds listening, I'm joking. I love you. Thank you for listening. (laughs) You are the cornerstone of my profession. (laughs) Come make slime with me at my library. (laughs) We'll have to trade slime recipes. Yeah, I've never made it before. So, moving on. Being being cisgender, um, I want to be like as sensitive to that as possible. Mm-hmm. What do your genitals look like? What's going on down there? Because like that's something that apparently, from what I understand from cis people, that's a question you can just ask yeah, anybody. Yeah, it's you know I, I get that a lot, as I would say all cisgender people do. Yeah, like I I just assume you are just constantly asking each other right that yeah. question because just, otherwise like, checking in yeah because then why ask anybody like right. transgender people right um well that's really not anybody's business so um like oh. appreciate the question but also like blocked blocked <laughs> <laughs> oh so um an actor uh lee pace was recently sure outed Pushing by gazes. a journalist yes right uh, and so that journalist really inspired me. I, I think that it proves that all journalists are really entitled to know the entire dating history oh, definitely. of everyone they interview, yeah. Yeah. regardless of comfort level. Yes. So if you would like to just, like, tell us a bit about that. Literally everything. Uh, well, I, I currently am in a relationship with a, a, a cisgender heterosexual man. 
I, do, I can't say Jen and I understand that situation, but go on. True. <laughs> uh, it, it is far, it's quite far into many people. Um, I'm sorry. Reminder, the, the, the context, joke is. The context here is that Jen and I are both in relationships with cisgender heterosexual men. Although I'd argue that our presence is queering the relationship, but fine. Um, and before that, I, I was in a, in a brief, like, so brief it kind of doesn't count relationship with a, a different, not the same, a different cisgender heterosexual man. Um, it, so only two people. Uh, two. So you can't like really know. Yeah, I guess I, I, I don't know what the what the like magic number is when you like right. you know, like ten. Like, do I have to date? I guess ten men. Yeah, right? because like also also intel I've gotten from like a lot of cis straight mm-hmm. people is that your identity like, who you are in right. terms of your gender and sexual preferences are incredibly contingent on how many people you have had sex with sure. yeah. or, yeah. like, been with. Right. So, like, in fact, my entire bisexuality is dependent on if I've ever dated somebody who's not a guy. Sure, sure. So, like... Mm. Yeah, so on the 10th man, you will receive a certificate in the mail, okay. from what I understand. Okay, um, yeah. That's, like, verified straight. Yeah, so okay. I don't want to, like, I don't want to say that you and your current partner are, like, due to break up soon or any time, but I'm just saying that you have eight more to go for okay. your... Maybe I'll, like, like cycle through those eight and then, like, get, get it back the... to whatever whatever yeah. worked best for me, you yeah. know? Yeah, though also as a woman, if you have sex with too many people, you're a slut, so, True. Like, oh, gotta balance that. Oh. Yeah, that's... It's a tough it's That's a tough very balance, difficult, yeah. I imagine. Uh, speaking of your relationship with this uh, cisgender heterosexual man... Um, which one of you is the fork, and which one of you is the windowsill? Um, we... <sighs> Truly, I, I cannot <laughs> provide an answer to this. I was really hoping you would just say that you take turns. <laughs> I was hoping Edit, you would have... We take turns. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you'd immediately be like, oh, he's a windowsill, as if you've thought of that before. <laughs> I was waiting for fork and spoon, and then I got thrown off entirely. Well, like, in my my experience, the analogy sort of switches a lot of the time. Like, Mm -hmm. which one of you is the man, and which one of you is the woman, and which one is the chopsticks, and which one is the fork, and the cat's in the cradle with the silver spoon. So, like, I just kind of want to, like, to incorporate all of those different things in that question. Yeah. Yeah. So, like... But which one of you is the chopstick, and which one of you is the other chopstick? I think, like, it really depends on the food that's that's at hand. Our chopstick status is, is up in the yeah. air, you know? I mean, like, I only have my current frame of reference being around, like, other queer people and, like, their relationships to go off of, so um, part of my ignorance. But which one of you is the gender-fluid, a polyamorous demi-boy, and which one of you is the asexual, aromantic, gender-fluid, monogamous partner? <laughs> Try to repeat any of that back could to me. Not, could not. <laughs> Trying to do some math here <laughs> about the status of that relationship. As long as they're it's happy, it's okay. One, okay. one of them is monogamous. And, okay. All right. Yeah. One as of them is monogamous. The other is polyamorous. But like, I yeah. I guess it's. But, we're cool I guess it's, but which yeah. one of you are? So like like just so you know like not all relationships are like really like that. I don't get it. Um like sometimes people can be like slow down. Like different things. What? You can be like in a relation like 
Like, it's not, like, so, like from my perspective, right? Like, oh, sure. see, see if you can, like, put yourself in my shoes for, like, a moment. Let me get my notebook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, it like, my relationship, there's, like, a man and a woman. Man. One man, one woman. Yes. That, that's, one? That, yes. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Just, like, just bear with me. Uh-huh. Um... So, like, from my perspective, I might see queer relationships and say, like, oh, which is the man and which is the woman? I've never yeah, heard that question before in my yeah, life. Never you know what I mean? Anyone. <laughs> but, like, but, like, if you, if you could for a moment suspend your disbelief and just, just okay. imagine what it's like to be me, like, I see things through this lens. So, like, right. I don't have a, a, really, a means of relating to your question. So really, uh, neither okay. is neither. I is promised the at the beginning of this to be as accepting as I can. That's fucking buck wild, but um, I will, I will still try my hardest. Well, I'm, I'm just happy that you're happy. Thank you. I, I appreciate that support. That means yeah. a lot. Yeah. And in that similar vein of being happy that you're happy, the fact that you won't date women, it, does that mean that you're sexist? Oh, against for women? Sure, absolutely. You hate women. Just hate and them that's all. Why. Universally hatred. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, okay, that explains some things then. Yeah, yeah for absolutely. sure. For sure, yeah. I, I've known you as, like, one of the, like, biggest feminist presences in my... Premise, presences? In my <laughs> life, who also just absolutely hates women, yeah, importantly, just, and that's why you won't date any. For sure, yeah. Absolutely. That's definitely the root of it. Yeah. Not anything to do not, with just, Yeah, not like, anything to do with how you swing. My, my preferences or my orientation. It's just, yeah. Like, I, I for sure chose it just because I mm-hmm. saw women and was like, God, no, thank you. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. not what Jesus would do. Exactly. Yeah. Right. My brain tried to make, like, a Mary Magdalene joke, and then it just fell apart. Yeah. I feel my like as an atheist, I feel my skin's already beginning to burn a little at having the set said the sentence. What? That's not what Jesus would do. As someone who just really admires Jesus's like chill advice, he I'm would, like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he like had some good ideas, you know. Yeah. Be excellent to each other. That's my favorite. Yeah. Jesus quote. Yeah. Don't do anything Jesus wouldn't do. Only do a third of the things he would do. And uh, party on, dudes. That's from Matthew, uh, book... 420. 10. 420. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to scramble in my brain if there were 10 books in Matthew. I'm like... Or if they're a rate... Nope, it's the book of Matthew and they have chapters and verses. Oh, my God. I'm failing this so hard. This is a religion podcast. Yeah. So this is... did not bring your A game. This, this is for Jesus, yeah. this podcast. And it's his rebirth day on the day that this will be released. Very it's Easter, true. Oh, yeah. So, happy rebirth <laughs> All right, Christians. Peace out. I'm dead. Psych! I'm gonna roll out of this tomb. <laughs> See you in heaven. <laughs> That was Jen Adams in her adaptation of Jesus Christ Superstar by Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice. Come see me on Broadway. Or in the NBC special? I don't know what station it's on. I think it's NBC. Starring, oh, that is starring John Legend. Oh, exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man, we should have we should have made this a fan cast of Jesus oh, Christ. I have, it's, it's not too late. late. <laughs> this reminds me. I have a question, actually. Oh, I know you're, you're a big theater fan. I am, And yes. you're pretty involved in the theater community. Sure. Do you ever, like, feel uncomfortable as a minority as being like the only straight person in a theater it is sometimes uncomfortable um there's just there's a lot that like i can't relate to in like their like personal lives like they'll talk Mm -hmm. about like gay dating or like 
something like relevant to like their the normal lives. thing. Yes, right. Yeah, like the the mainstream yeah way of society. And I I just sit in the corner and take rehearsal notes. Like I I have nothing to say in yeah. response to that. I I will say uh, because. The time, the first time I met you, you were stage managing a production yes. of the Rocky Horror Show yes. that um, I was involved with, right. and I just remember, uh, like, because that whole show, problematic, still pretty queer. Yes. Just the rehearsal notes were just so many question marks and occasionally like a teardrop. I just <laughs> yeah, I was, I was I didn't understand it, but now like I truly, somewhat understand your perspective here. That must have just been like. So confusing. It was baffling. When when Frankenfurter was introduced, I fainted because yeah. I couldn't understand, like... Like, uh, how could you know? Right. If he was the chopstick and Brad was the windowsill. I, who well, knows? You can't figure that out. No. Couldn't, I mean... I'm sorry, I don't understand how you weren't satisfied. Janet's right there as the token straight girl. Very Fair. true. That's like, can't you true. just be happy? There's there's a single character. There is. Yeah, right. there's That's one. That's true. There's one. Okay, um, Asia, it has been very fun to to goof along with you uh, for the past, oh, Jesus, 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> but, like, part of the reason that I had you on here is because, like, aside from being one of admittedly the very few people in my friend group who are cisgender, heterosexual, and have never been in any kind of a queer relationship ever. Uh, you are one of the, like, stronger straight allies that I know. Somebody who I would actually consider a straight ally. I at try. All, instead of being, like, ally with a capital A and a trademark, and there's, like, a cookie award at the end of it. Mm. Um, so I kind of wanted to chat with you about that a little bit sure what do you consider to be like allyship to the queer community it's like a very nuanced question um thanks just like (laughs) in that i mean like i don't really know how to answer it um just like being a person like base level like if i were explaining it to like an alien Mm -hmm. i would say like being supportive of members of the what is the acronym we're using lgbt lgbtqia jen and i frequently yeah jen and i frequently shorten it to queer um that's sort of like it depends on who you talk to though it's gotten a bit more in vogue recently okay Mm. um you just kind of have to like figure out who it is you're talking Read to. The and the second that they're like, that's not cool, be like, nope. Never mind. <laughs> so anyway, like trying to be supportive of the LGBTQIA community. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Letters. Um, and, you know, being supportive to individuals and also like to causes. Um, so like n- opposing anything Donald Trump says or suggests like that you know like not just like i have a gay friend but you're like i'm gonna vote against the super homophobic politician right you know what i mean like like support at like the micro and macro levels yeah i found uh some like good like standard criterion for uh straight allyship that you covered a good bit of um and this definitely applies for like any sort of allyship, like straight allyships, cisgender allyship, uh, like racial allyship and things like that. Uh, So like a big factor of it is educating yourself about uh, different identities and experiences and challenging your own like prejudices and Mm -hmm. discomforts, which is something that like 
I mean, shit, I've been queer for a long time, and I'm still challenging a lot of, like, preconceived notions right. that I have just from, like, being alive yeah. and in the world. Right. So that's, like, uh, the, like any part of allyship, I feel like, is never, you don't, like, it's not a destination. Yeah. You, there's it's the journey. It's the journey of yeah, allyship. The true like allyship is the friends we made along the way. True. <laughs> um, and a good part of it is like taking action to create interpersonal, societal, and institutional change. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, like on the micro and macro level, like it can be anything from um, like challenging. Uh, heteronormativity or cisnormativity in day to day. Like, if you hear somebody making, like, big statements about, like, oh, women have vaginas for sure, you could be like, oh, well, <laughs> not all the time they don't. Yeah. Uh, so that's, like, one way to do it on the interpersonal or micro level. And then, like, on the macro, is macro, micro is the one that's small, macro is the one that's big. Yeah. I thought so, but, like, there was that 2% of me <laughs> that was so afraid. Um... <laughs> But, like, on a societal and institutional level, it is about, like, who you vote for and, like, uh, organizations that you support. Like, you can support it with, like, money, time, energy, like, volunteering, Mm -hmm. going to protests and rallies and things like that. Uh, So there's things that you could do in your, like, day-to-day that are, like, more casual Maybe be on a podcast. Maybe be on a podcast. <laughs> I don't know if that's a micro or macro. Um, oh, that's macro. We are changing the world. Yep. All, almost 600 likes on Facebook. Jeez Louise. But anyway, yeah. I mean, those are just like some broad stroke parts of straight allyship that anybody can do mm-hmm. any part of their day. And I think another big part of it also is like, especially with, like, challenging one's own discomfort and prejudices, sometimes somebody else challenges you on your prejudices and discomforts. Have you ever run into a situation where you've been called out? Um, not really. Um, a lot of what my learning is is just from, like, reading things, and um, I, I try to be more, like, reflective before I just am, like large statement about group of people exclamation right. point post mm-hmm. um so and I, th- I think a lot of the calling out is like social media based not always certainly but like I usually think of like social media arguments when when talking about like calling people out um so I I am a little more reserved in that area because unless it's something I know a lot about I'm not probably going to talk about it as I'm the authority so I, I don't recall any specific instances of having my perspectives challenged. I think a lot of it just comes from, like, reading gender theory, which I do in my free time because I'm an academic feminist, so, like, I love that kind of thing. And just, like, talking to people, like, just, like, like, having friends who are, like, not all straight and, like, you know, from their experiences, like, and their perspectives learning about, like, how things are and like like the whole definition of bisexual being like not men and women like i didn't know that yeah there's no like dictionary they give straight people though they should but go on i wish (laughs) so like i had to i had to like dive into tumblr culture which like Ooh, dangerous. Asterisk on that. <laughs> that is very brave of you. Yeah, that's when I was, like, deep into yeah. Tumblr. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Tumblr can be a good resource for things like that. But However. <laughs> it is still the internet. True. And 
there are like a lot of younger voices and things like that, as well as older voices, and you can get a lot of stuff that's actually more opinion than facts. Yeah, right. Yeah, we've discussed on, on here before that there's a lot of misinformation and and sometimes some echoey chamber stuff or like abusive people pretending that they have the right information. But yeah, you can find. I mean, that's how that's where I learned about feminism for the first mm-hmm. time. Yeah, it's it's about like finding resources you trust and right. not just like believing every single thing that right. happens at you. But I think that's really smart of you to like primarily focus on like taking a step back. Yeah, like mm. before a- making statements, claims, and like claiming some sort of knowledge on it. Instead, like doing your own personal research, yeah. listening to queer voices, and things yeah. like that. Like, I don't, I don't mean to be like, I am a hero straight person because I don't oh, argue sure. with gays online. Um, but, like, that's my <laughs> I impression don't qualify of that. for being a hero person, then. <laughs> if I don't feel like I, I have a handle on the subject, I'm not gonna, like, be, like, a know-it-all about stuff. Like, yeah. and, like, there are times, too, when, like, I do know, like, what you're saying about, like, people's, like, gender and bodies and stuff like that like there are some cases where it's like a fleeting comment and it like by like a stranger mm-hmm. um and they say something like kind of problematic and i'm like oh that's like not really right but like i'm not really in a position of being able to say something to them because yeah. i'm at work or whatever um mm-hmm. and that like kind of bothers me um but like in cases where i can like i usually try to like remind people of hey consider this in yeah. fact dot 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 um, so, like, I, I try to. I think if I didn't care about professionalism, I would do it more, but, like, I need a job. Yeah. So, like, yeah. a lot of times, like, even, like, not even about, like, necessarily, like, LGBTQIA stuff, like, people will say, like, sexist things all the time, especially, like, in retail, like, you hear, like, nonsense. Ooh, yes. Yeah. And, like, what are you gonna say? Like, you know, like, the cashier yelled at me, so I'm not shopping here anymore. Like, that's, you'd get in trouble for that. Yeah. I don't know. When I, when I can, I try to, to correct people as I feel is appropriate and, like, safe to do. Totally. I recently was in a position myself um, doing some work, some freelance work with a company, and there was just, like, something that, like, to me at the time felt so, like, minimal and passing that I was like, okay, like, I personally find this to be an issue, but I'm not gonna bring it up because, like, I might risk my position with this company. I might, like, I don't know what's gonna happen or anything like that. But then it came up later, but with a group that was affected by that thing that I did not mm-hmm. address. And yeah. I was like, "Whoops! oh, <laughs> fuck, I should have nipped that one in the bud right. and, like, said how I felt initially. But, yeah. like, obviously, like, one is not always in a position like that. Like, especially yeah. in the world of retail and talking with customers. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's well, super tough. Like, I think everybody who's worked retail has, like, their retail person voice where they're just like, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Thank you. I've like, had, yeah. I've had uh, people be, like, straight-up homophobic or transphobic to my face, and I've had to be like, well, sir, it's yeah. actually this and this. Great. Have a great day. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. Try to, try to coat, you're being a huge transphobe and homophobe right now in the most customer service way that I possibly can. Yeah. It's tough, but when you can do it, do it. Take advantage of those right. opportunities if you're safe. Yeah. And if it's cool. I, I work with children almost exclusively, and there's times where we'll have, like, 
a joke in one of our scripts that a man is in a dress and all the kids will start laughing and I just mm. want to be like, there are funny jokes in this script, but please, not this one. This yeah. is not funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like a parent will be like, don't give my son the pink craft. He wants the blue craft. And it's like, this child clearly wants the pink craft. Yeah. yeah. But... It's yeah. like, it's I like can't oh, sorry, I can't hear anything. you. We're, we're out of blue crafts. Oh, oh no. You oh, yeah, like, I try. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. yeah, it's like, you do what you can, but sometimes you just... Yeah, you feel like, all right, fine. You yeah. have to, yeah. Uh, but going back to the uh, calling out stuff, I, I think it's super cool that you have put yourself in a position where you educate and listen more so that you don't wind up in that situation yeah. a whole lot. For our listeners who have been called out or may get called out in the future, I wanted to just provide a few quick tips because I know it feels really tough to get called out because it sort of feels personal at the time. Like it feels like you're being challenged on something that since you had that belief, it's a part of you and it's a part of your identity. Mm-hmm. And being told that you're wrong on something that you believed is a tough thing. It's a hard pill to swallow and I super, 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 super get that. That in mind, take a step back. Try to put yourself in the shoes of the person who's calling you out. Because, like, I've called people out. That's also not really fun at all. Mm-mm. It's never... It's it's not a fun time for either person. So, like, let's all just do the best that we can to get out of that situation and move on ASAP. And here's how you can do it. Take a step back. Listen to what that person is saying. Apologize and be like, I'm going to work on this myself and figure it out. If they are comfortable talking with you about the situation, ask them about it, and they can talk with you. But if they're not comfortable talking about it, also respect that, because neither of you are comfortable right now. And then go do the work and do the research and do whatever it takes for you to avoid making that mistake in the future. And that's it. And that's how you learn things. So, uh, our namesake is usually what's on your gay agenda. I'm going to ask what's on your straight cis ally agenda. Pretty much like allyship. Um, I never want somebody to like see me assume I'm straight, correctly assume that I'm straight. But a lot, I think a lot of marginalized people assume that like, oh, probably you're straight and be like, oh, I don't know if like this person's cool. Like, I don't know if it's like safe to like be me around her. Like, I don't want that. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm chill. Yeah, like, hey I'm, guys, a cool I'm, cool. I'm a cool Just mom. Just wear a shirt that says, hey, it's chill. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> Getting it made tonight. Um, and then, you know, I don't I don't want anyone to feel, like, unsafe or un- whatever around me. Um, so, like, it'd be, like, really cool if we could, like, get to a point societally where, like, straight people aren't scary because people are cool with everything. Yeah. Like, that doesn't really make a lot of sense when I say it in English words, but, like... Yeah. If, if some straight people stop being so scary... Yes. Then all straight people can, like, just... Just be. Like, be. hey, we're not scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's tough when, uh, like, straight or cis people are presumed to be prejudiced and stuff mm, like yeah. that. I super get where that is like, not a great position to be in as somebody who is chill and cool. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of straight people who are chill and cool, as much as it pains me to admit that. Um, That's no. very big of you. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I should get an award. But as queer people, we never know that sure. off the bat because we have so many negative experiences. So, golly, wouldn't it be a nice goal to work toward yeah. if 
the positive experiences with straight and cis people outweighed the negative ones. Right. So that the the premonition would be, oh, maybe they're cool. Like, more lukewarm than yeah. scary every time. Like, it's probably fine. <laughs> yeah. Not like, oh, let's wait and see. Like, I've had that happen to me. Like, um... Someone I used to work with um, when I first started at one of my previous jobs was dating a woman. I don't know what her, like, how she identified, but she was dating a woman and um, dropped that news and mm-hmm. was, like, waiting for my reaction. Like, she was she was helping me do something and uh-huh. um, was talking about male customers who would be, like, gross. She was like, yeah, next time that happens, I'm just going to be like, yeah, I'm super gay. So, yeah. and, like, looked at me, like well and i was like oh yeah she was like yeah and i was like cool or like i don't even know what i said i just like went about my business which was which was like i think opening pallets of cat food like i was just like doing my job this Um, was not at the library by the way correct (laughs) correct we do not have cat food at the library um it makes me sad every day that we don't have a library cat but that is another topic for another day whereas one time i like super casually dropped being bisexual at a place of business and everybody was like wait you're bi and i was like yeah that there were some people like that at at that job as well like someone there were two other employees who weren't any of the people involved in the previous interaction and one of them casually mentioned her Mm ex-girlfriend like she was like blah 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 like yeah my ex-girlfriend works at this place or whatever and one of the other people was like did you say girlfriend and she was like (laughs) oh my yeah she was like yeah and she was like what and she was like (laughs) She was like, yeah, I'm bisexual. And she was like, why is everybody here gay? And I didn't know. (laughs) Oh, the plight. And I was like, and I I forget who I was with, but I like, there was somebody else there. And I was like, because it's none of your damn business. Like, your reaction is why you don't know. See, if it turned out everyone around me was gay and I didn't know, I would just be sad. Yeah. I'd be left out. (laughs) Yeah. So, straight allies and cis allies be the change you want to be in the world so everybody is, stops assuming that you're heterophonic phonic hooked heterophonics <laughs> <laughs> that's it for me goodbye forever jen what's what's the game all right so you know how we did some good goofs for like 20 minutes and then we had a more serious discussion mm-hmm. about allyship it's back to the goofs friends yes all right so um our game today is it's more it's more of um some like event planning yeah okay because for years now you know, you, 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 you people. <laughs> My people, yes. You people have been asking the, the, big, <laughs> the big question, when is there going to be a straight pride parade? We thought, as you were our guest of honor, maybe you could help plan the first annual straight pride parade. Because I honestly, sure. like, I don't know where to begin. It's a heavy that. undertaking. I am honored to, yeah. to be assisting you with this. So, like, what, what sort of stuff... Do you see being featured? Um, well, I mean, calling back to the notebook, um, I definitely think, like, a, a notebook-themed float. 
Mm. Um, Ooh, like a sprinkler. Yeah, like yes. it's, it's constantly raining and they're constantly just like running at each other. Like they 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 run at each other and embrace and then they like Rewind. run and then they like run back. Yeah, and it's raining. Just Excellent. it's just rain. Like if you can have a real cloud like raining on the on the float, like like in Frozen, how she like makes right. the the snow cloud over Olaf. Like that would be ideal. And then they'd just be like there'd be like other people like along the sides are just throwing the letters that she wrote him or he wrote her. I've never really seen the notebook. I think he he wrote her the the letters. I watched it one time and was appalled. I tried to watch it and kept changing the channel because it just annoyed me so much. It's very boring, but go on. So so, so that's, that's definitely one. Notebook float. Yeah. Um, float book. Love it, love it, love it. Yes. Would the straight, would the straight pride parade have amazing puns like you can get from the queer community? Definitely not. Great. Just wanted to make sure. No, Go we on. are we are inept at at verbal witticisms. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read a straight person's novel? They're all garbage. <laughs> Any straight romance novel is just wild to me. It's, it's like, crazy. And then yeah. She looked at her his member, and it's like a member. <laughs> oh no. Of what? <laughs> So so, what are do you do you imagine like any events, um, like a around? football game? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like just just going on like whenever, wherever. Doesn't need to be like a specific like time and place because like anytime there's a football, mm-hmm. like straight people are gonna throw it to each other. Sure. Yeah, I was about to, can I can I counter that like super quick because in a previous episode we stole all sports, so like football's gay now. But uh, I will say that. Rooting for sports oh, okay. is still pretty straight. Oh, fully, yeah. So I imagine the float is just like your Tostitos advertisement, where yes. all the men are sitting on the couch, oh, yes. and yeah. the women, the women are, are like off, off in, in a kitchen, different room, like, like making fun snacks, yeah, yeah. and yeah. staring at a camera and being like, "My husband's always watching yeah. sports." Those boys, yeah. Uh, would there be so like instead of like I don't know um, a float um, rooting for like marriage equality? Would there be like an anti-marriage float where there's a bride? Um, yes. dragging a husband off. Yeah, and he's just, like, miserable. He, yeah, like, like, wants to games. die. Yeah. And everybody's yelling, ha-ha, game over, Yes, man. yeah, for sure. Um, Just, like, really drive home the message that, like, matrimony is, is torture for the man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exclusively. The woman Something is... that women trick men into yes, doing. Yes, yes. Yeah. She's having a fine time. Um, and he just is is not having any of yeah, it. He's in a personal, crying real tears. In a personal yeah. hell that he couldn't have avoided by saying not proposing yeah, for, to her. Yeah, for no reason could he have gotten out of this. Yeah, it's just, he's just cursed to, yeah. to be married to a yeah. woman he spent part of his life with. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I have two more questions. Mm-hmm. One, I know that, like, okay, so, like, I know it's a straight pride parade, but what if, like, a young straight person who isn't totally comfortable being out yet mm-hmm. um, wants to bring their gay friend. Is that gay friend allowed to go to Pride, like, or are they co-opting the space? Um, like, you can come, but, like, you have to assimilate. Like, I don't want to know. Right. You know, like, just just throw on some cargo shorts, just, like, deal with it. Yeah. You know, just buy a pair of Crocs at CVS. You can throw them out afterwards. I don't care. Yeah, like, hey, hey, gay people, if you want a space... What like a space for a parade or something where you can feel welcome? Just go to a gay pride parade where there are straight people picketing outside and ostracizing you anyway. Right. Go to Too a real. Drag club and hang with the drunk straight girls. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
right. You said okay. you had two, um, so I'm assuming yes. One um, left. To me, the biggest part of Pride, honestly, is the music. Oh, for sure. So, like, do you have any ideas for like the straight Pride playlist? The straight Pride song. There's there's so many. Um, <laughs> so many. I think like like the the Sinatra era. Mm. Um, like okay. boring music, like very like you sound you feel like you're in an elevator type of music. Yeah. yeah. Like that's pretty straight. Okay. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about like photograph by Nickelback? Oh yeah. That can be like sprinkled in. Yeah. Okay. Um, sprinkled into the Sinatra. <laughs> I was I was going to say Blurred Lines by Robin Thick, but I don't even like as heterophobic and cisphobic as I am, I don't even want to you wouldn't curse even wish you, that on your us. event with that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Heaven I mean, forbid. It has a good beat though that was stolen from another song, right? What yeah. was that? Well, I don't know what the other song was. I just remember there's like a lawsuit about it. But we can have that one as long Ooh. as that one's not like rapey. And you can have um, Taylor Swift's Look What You Made Me Do since that's yes. basically just I'm too sexy but straight. Yeah, so any yeah. songs that have been have been stolen from other songs um, are welcome. We'll just have a whole playlist okay. of those and Nickelback and Frank Sinatra. Great. Maybe some remixes combining all of them. All right. That sounds audibly frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So I'm super excited for this uh, Pride Parade to happen, I don't know, in Wyoming? Wherever is far away from me, I guess. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, Asia, for being on the show and playing along with us. Thanks for having um, me. On this here April Fool's. Jen, did you want to plug Irish? You can find me on Twitter at underscore glittergoblin underscore, and I don't know that. There's links to my Instagrams there, so <laughs> follow me on Twitter. Maybe I'll make some jokes. I usually don't plug anything, but I had something that I wanted to plug, um, especially because uh, even facetiously, we've sort of used this time that's usually for queer stuff to talk about straight stuff. So I just kind of want to like slide in something that you can do for a queer person. And this is for a friend of mine, Elle, who is currently facing some uh, legal issues. Um, I'm going to be posting a link to a youcaring.com page of theirs. They're looking to raise uh, $5,000 by April 20th. And I know that it would definitely take a lot of financial burden off of this person who is an incredible, incredible queer activist. Any amount that you would be able to donate to help them with this would be super appreciated. Moving on to the rest of the usual promotion stuff that we do, uh, you can find us on iTunes. If you're on iTunes, feel free to uh, rate us and subscribe and tell all of your friends. Uh, We want to hear what you have to think about us. Uh, We also are on Facebook, uh, My Gay Agenda, an investigative podcast. We're like this close to 600 likes. Maybe we'll get there by the time that this episode is released and it'll be outdated already. Um, (laughs) Rate, review, share. Tell everyone. And, oh, we have a Twitter handle. It's uh, Gay Agenda Cast. Do you have anything to plug? Sometimes I say funny things on the Twitter, at Asia Koala. Asia, like the continent, and koala, like the animal. Correct, yes. They're not bears. They're marsupials. I know, but... All right, the librarian (laughs) is here to embarrass us. All right. I was just... It's a common name for them. All right. Uh, (laughs) All right, thank you for joining us. Happy Uh, April Fool's and happy Jesus Christ Superstar concert NBC Day. Oh, yeah. And Easter. 
Uh, until next time, put this on your gay agenda. Fight the power. Love yourself. Donate to an LGBTQIA plus charity. Perhaps the cause Christina plugged. Yeah! And that's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. That's our gay agenda. We just want to exist. Um, so having been to Pride, like, a sort of, like, big thing about it is, like, attire. What do you, what do you see people wearing? A lot of cargo shorts. A lot of, you're exactly right. Um, like, like, I'd say mostly men, because I think, I think if, if a woman were to wear cargo shorts, it would, like, lean lesbian. Yeah, Yeah. like, I, I wouldn't want there to be any confusion that we are very straight here, but, like, men, all cargo shorts, um, those, like, dad sneakers that are, like, the running shoes that they don't run in. Crocs. Oh, yeah, definitely Crocs. 